I'm using that. How about this? How about this? How about Lepke coming in and letting us know something? Okay. Big Lep. You know Big Lep? Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right, here we go. Ready? And action, Big Lep. Hey, bro. My fucking car is low, bro. <laughs> Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified qualified West Side host, Steve Lucky Luciano. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into the greatest show on earth. It's a hard luck show coming at you from the Pico Youth Center in the city of Santa Monica. Today, sit across from me, my co-host, my partner, is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian, the sadistic one. The one that likes yes. to torture, the one that likes to bring the fucking heat, the one that will make you sweat in the street. Come on. Indio. Indio. All right. And on oh, sound, old blue eyes himself. That's right. Come on. Sean Lewis. That's right. Certified audio professional. Yeah. Engineer for the hard luck. Shishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishishish
I how I came across Hazard is by, through my feed on social media. Yeah. This vi- this this his video came up. Right. Song. Right. Okay, but right away from the music that was playing, the track that he used, it right away caught my attention. Right. You know the beat that he was using. And and then I saw him show up and I'm like, "All right." And I stayed on it for a second to see what this dude was going to do. Now, let me ask you a real quick question. Is this one of those times when you're on your phone, like when we shared a hotel room, and I'm trying to go to sleep, and there's all this hip-hop music coming out of your phone, <laughs> yeah. and I'm ch- I can't actually fucking sleep yet? Yeah. It's yeah, one yeah, of those yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Exactly. Okay, very good. And I'm like, and I freeze on it. Just, all right, let's see what he's got, right? <laughs> right. And as soon as he started flowing, I was like, I liked his, his tone, his cadence, his delivery. His style, it all lined up, and 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 and, I, and as I listening, you know, I'm just listening, and I started to realize he's rapping about an issue with a with another dude, African American brother, that's in the entertainment business, and and I can mm. start to make sense of the story that I don't know anything about really, right? But I'm learning it as we're going, as I'm listening to, but the way he's putting it together is. Dope, like a story rap. Yeah, man, but it's dope, man. But like so with, with or layers. without, like right. So with, even if there was no whack, which I don't, I didn't know about the whack really. What I that thought was. whack one hundred was a radio station until well, yeah. no, I knew about him. <laughs> I no, know no, who he I is. didn't. I'm saying okay, I didn't. Know. I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah. I didn't. But it was, it was. That's the after effect. I was listening to Stu's delivery because right. it doesn't come right into whack right away, and I was like, man, shit's dope. And then I hear that, and the way he's piecing it together, I'm like, god damn. And this could also be a kind of a, a, a um, delicate topic that we're talking about on airwaves just in general right right so the reason this gentleman's sitting here is i heard him and when as soon as i heard his skills his talent i was like this fucking dude is dope man and then i find out about the wagon and then i start going way past all that shit right of what this guy's doing as an artist okay so you hold know? on a second mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh yes, our major dome hazard our major domo, domo has come in. He's got a golden uh, turntables. He's lifted it up. He's pulling out this crystalline diamond track that caught your attention. I'll open the case. I will turn on the power and let it roll. Yeah. It's 40 on Fridays. Shouts to Bulls on Threads for repping properly for our people. This shit ain't sitting right with me. Let me talk to him real quick. I swear to God I love this music thing. Making it at least, but I hate when we treating rap selectively like the streets. Pull my 128G, check my whole file. You gon' find I did five and kept it solid all the while. As a homie walked the main line, took trips to the back. But never as a victim, I was active like that. I said that to say I know what I be talking about. I ain't some loud mouth speaking out, reaching for clout. That shit on Clubhouse whack. Worthy of your name, speaking on things better left silent. A motherfucking shame. You talked a lot of shit. Jailhouse politics, we can start there, I'ma go and address the obvious Behind walls we segregated, okay I'll acknowledge it But that's years of problems pimp, try to use some common sense You said you'd never sign a home, you tripping When did jailhouse rules affect legitimate business? If that's the case, I got another question for me Where were jailhouse rules when you interviewed and informed me? You sat with 69 who told like 60 times Disrespect the Nipsey, I must be missing something, guy I ain't demanding shit, but my people's respect 
I ain't asking for a contract, so put that to rest. If a deal was a breath, then I was bursting in my chest. I choked to death before I signed to a cash money west. That's no disrespect, too many royalty splits. Breaking off you, baby slim, universal, damn, that's a grip. And don't trip, it's no beef between you and me. I'm too busy pushing that brown and black unity. It's has to the might get it right. From the west end of the IE, from the south side of a little city called Ontario. Live from room ZLA. It's 40 Ounce Fridays. Yeah. Again, bro. Awesome, a pleasure man. to have you on the show. Hazard. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me, Lux. Right. I, didn't even wanna, I didn't even want to interrupt that song, even though we're on air. We could have. Like, I didn't even want to interrupt it because as soon as it starts playing, yeah. I just really uh I just I just I love, I love the song, I love your talent, whether the topic's whack or it could be anything, man. Right. That shit's dope, man. Appreciate so it. Appreciate tell it. us, brother, what's going on, man? Oh, just grinding. I just I just um I just got back actually from 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 Mexico. I was in Cozumel, a little vacation real quick. How yeah. long were you there for? Uh, like eight days. Oh, nice. so yeah. How do how does Hazard vacation? Tell us the real, brother. Yeah, well, look, man, I, I just got my passport. I'm I'm a two strike felon. You know what I'm saying? I never got to travel nowhere really. You know? Right. So I had to. I used to. I remember I used to have to fill out a piece of paper if I wanted to go like forty miles from home. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like. Um, I've been off. I've been off paperwork since like 2015, 20, 20, somewhere around there. Um, so I, I've been cool, but at the same time, uh, I think it was kind of like a mentality thing. Like you know, almost, almost like uh, I, I probably shouldn't go too far from home. <laughs> you know what I mean? So right. finally, like me and my lady were talking about it. Why don't we have passports? Like I could legally travel. Like let's do this. You know? So um, we got our passports. A couple friends of ours had had recommended going down to Cozumel, which is like. Uh, island in the Yucatan, right? Right. And so they were yeah, like, it's it's so. like it's beautiful. It's got all the um, it's got kind of all of the the beauty of like a Cancun or something like that. But tropical. It's not, it's not as crowded, right. You know? right? And so it's not as touristy. They got all the resorts and everything, but it, it really is uh, uh, beautiful. So we headed down. Um, we spent eight days down there, two different resorts. Nice. Um, everything down there is like you pay one flat rate. Everything's included. You know your food, your drinks, whatever. Right. Um, Did you blow it up? I mean, it you're was, like, listen, I paid one rate. I'm gonna make you motherfucker. <laughs> man, uh, let me tell you something. I think the I, look, I think the drinks be kind of watered down. Oh I yeah. Because I was oh, drinking. I'm gonna yeah, tell yeah. you this. I was drinking, bro, and I was like. I know what I could do, which I, I could I could drink a little bit, you know. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I'm putting these away, like they're going down like fat kids on seesaws, you know? right? Uh, exactly. And the, and the craziest thing was, <laughs> the craziest thing was, was the next morning I never had a hangover, right? But I mean, Crazy. I was pound, I was trying to get like there, you know right? What I'm oh, I know. I'm like, let's do this, you know. We're at the right. bar. I mean, the bartenders knew me by name. Right. Literally, they see me, they pointed me. They already knew my drink. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Real cool, you know. Real That's cool. Right. Yeah. Your liver was probably like they are watering down these drinks. Yeah. You said there was gonna be some alcohol yeah, right. in this motherfucking uh, shit. They ain't and shit. I, and I kid you not, every single morning I woke up like a champ. Hey, what were you eating for breakfast down there, bro? When oh. you woke up, tell us about that. Right. So they had a. It was, it was actually. It was, look, man. Come I, on. I was in prison for five years, so I could yeah, eat. Like I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love to eat. Yeah, you already scoped so. out the gym on the on the ship, right? I'm looking you at already the, got the gym I, and everything locked in. I'm, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I kept trying to go to the gym, but because of like COVID regulations, you okay. needed to have a you needed to have a. Uh, that's a real vacation, bro. You know what what yeah, that's a real one. When so you're no like, working out, no working I out? intend to work I, I out. Hit, no, I was hitting push-ups in the in the room. Okay, okay. Were you? I, I, yeah, I, I just I tried Burpees? to get I tried to get 113 in real quick. Like, right. Any routines in the room? Just yeah, she laughs at me. She's like, there he goes. Yeah, I'm sitting there like she likes it. I'm doing kickouts and shit. You know, you know, trying. 
to get with it real quick. Hey, Mrs. Well. Hazard, don't lie. You like it. Don't lie. <laughs> so, so we, um, but breakfast, so they had like a, um, at the first resort we were at, it's beautiful. And, uh, their, like, their whole layout for breakfast was fire. They had like, um, <sighs> Uh, it's down there. It's all the way down there, they do more black beans. Sure, right. right. So it's like they would have black beans with uh, with rice, and then they had like a they had an omelet bar. But what was dope next to the omelet bar, they had a, a quesadilla making station. Shit. They'll sit there and like make the tortillas fresh, put them on the grill, yeah. grab some chicharron, you grab some queso. Oh. You see how excited you're making this uh, guy over here? Hey, let's go! Let's go! Come on! So every single morning when I was at that resort, every single morning I'll go. It's a good man right here. I went yeah. straight to the business. Yeah. I went straight to the chicharron, you know, yeah. chicharron quesadilla right. making bar. You right. know what I mean? Dame dos, you know what I'm saying? One for her, one for me. Then I right. go and I'll grab like a bunch like frijoles negros, a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Sit down and yeah. just, just go to town. Man. So Okay, so we've heard a little bit about the wet. We heard a little bit about the dry. What else are you doing down at Cosmo before we get into all the other oh, stuff? Sure, sure, sure. Do you scuba dive? Are you paragliding? I went snorkeling for the first time. How was that? Yeah. Look, man, they don't got no snorkeling in the hood, homie. Like, yeah. I know how to act at first. I was like, yeah. They like, got was, something called was, snorkeling, but I, was, I don't think it's about <laughs> swimming. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting there breathing heavy. I was like, and I can swim, too. I like, you know, I know how to swim, but. This was different. Yeah. Um, that was cool, though. Um, I've never seen water like that. So, like, down there, the water's yeah. crystal clear. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cr like, you go... I remember putting my head down into the water, and the first little snorkeling area that we were in was, like, 30 feet deep. Yeah. I, 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 I looked down... I never seen anything like it. Right. Like yeah. fucking coral and reef everywhere. And then Looks you like got a fish tank. Like giant yeah. barracuda swimming by. You got right. like, I, I seen a lobster that I kid you not, that lobster had to be like two and a half feet long. That's that thing looked like a little dinosaur. It was crazy. Floating right. <laughs> um, dinosaur. Then there was dope. a bunch of fucking fish. Like there was a uh you know Dory from Finding Nemo? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See one of them the little bitches fish. running around? Yeah. No, not a clownfish. No. So Dory's a, I don't know what the fuck Dory is. No, no, oh, yeah, Dory, yeah, Dory's, right. not. Dory's, Dory's not. Dory's not a clownfish. Hey, yeah. let, let Hazard handle this shit. He's got <laughs> it. And then, and then the, the other one that was a bunch of was, um, find, you guys seen Finding Nemo, right? Of course. Remember when he ends up in the aquarium at the dentist's office? Yes. And you got the, the dude with the scars on his face? I think that might be an angelfish. Okay. Black was, and yellow. Yeah. Right. Bunch of those. Right, they were cold. I mean, it literally looked like I was a uh, uh, in one of those like uh, IMAX theater, right? Like nature, uh, nature. Right. Movie. I kid you not. That's yeah, what it, that's it was dope. crazy because you're in the water. It's like a big old screen. All it literally, it looks like a giant IMAX. If you've ever been in an IMAX theater, yeah, it looked like a giant IMAX screen with just like fish floating right by you. Man, given because yeah, I, that, I, was, I that was really cool. I that saw cool. a lot of I saw a lot of uh, interviews that you did, and I, I understand a little bit about what you talked about. I actually don't understand a other piece of it, but to hear you talk about right now today, because one of the things that I actually gleaned from some of the stuff you talked about was that you're a thinking man. I try, you know, I try. Don't say tried. <laughs> you are because you crunched some numbers when you were away for a minute. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you figured out. Um, uh, the value of the quick thing that I did wasn't worth the amount of time I actually spent. Sure. Right? Yep. And to have somebody who had done that kind of math, because I guarantee you, first, not everybody does the math. Sure. Second, some people do do the math, but they still can't make the change. Right. And then there's somebody who did the math, and now they're down in Cozumel 
with their woman <laughs> full yeah. of black beans and fresh fucking quesadillas, right? Yeah. Looking at fucking Finding Nemo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, did you feel like did did you feel a sense of like, man, I'm in another zone now? There was a there was a, it's funny you say that. I was sitting on a beach, um, literally like in a reclined chair on the beach, water like coming at my feet. And I sat there and I was thinking about exactly what you're talking about. So I, I hopped on my IG, I put a story up. I'm still like it's weird because like the, the social media notoriety that I do have now. Right. It's fairly new. Yeah. So I'm still kind of getting used to like, you know, I'll be thinking about something. And then I'm like, oh, maybe I should put that like on my IG story. Right. So there's a few days ago and I, I, I put on my IG story. I just started talking to the camera and I said, look, there's somebody out here right now is watching this. You follow me. You like what I do. You think my music is dope. And maybe you're like in a really bad way. You, you're broke as shit. You, mm-hmm. you, you, um, you can't grab a job. You're, you're, you know, you're worried about where your next meal is going to come from. Um, that was me like seven, eight years ago on parole. And... Right. Uh, I, I literally didn't have a refrigerator in my apartment. You know what I'm saying? I was sleeping on a mattress on the floor, me and my lady, like down bad. And, you know, fast forward eight years, I had to bust my ass. But fast forward eight years and we got, you know, fish in the sea and the fresh quesadilla bar. And, right, you know what I'm right, saying? Right. I'm sitting there on the beach and like like crystal clear waters splashing in my feet. So I, I told everybody. Um, if you if you stay down, you know what I mean. You put your nose to the grindstone and bust your fucking ass. You know what I'm saying. You you can do this shit too. So mm-hmm. so for me, it was absolutely kind of a full circle moment, like you're saying. And I was kind of sitting there like, damn, like, fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? From the, from the joint to high control parole, being broke as fuck on the street, having to humble myself too, because I knew what I could do to try to get some money. Mm-hmm. You understand what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, but humbling yeah. myself like. Nah, we already did that math in that cell on yep, lockdown. We yep, already did that yep, math. Yep. You know, we already sat in the shoe and kind of thought about it like, mm. nah, you know what I mean? This ain't worth it, you know? Mm. So really, um, that mo- that like these last eight days for me, it was like, hell yeah. Like this is fucking beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Fucking like, beautiful, it was, it was, And it's crazy because I'm sitting at these resorts and most of these people at these resorts are like white people in their... 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, right? Right. I was, at every place I went to, I was the most tattooed individual. Right. Everywhere. Right. <laughs> the right. Only, I remember the only dude who was like, kind of mobbed up like crazy was one of the bartenders. He had his whole throat blasted. He was a youngster. He had his whole throat blasted, his forearms blasted. Um, like that new school shit where they, right. run, they do everything yeah. you can see first. You know right. Right. <laughs> right. He was a real cool kid though. Shortcut. Real cool kid though. You know what I mean? And uh, But other than that, I was, so I'm sitting there at the pool and and uh, I felt some of the stares sometimes, like the kind of right. look at me, like, like does he does he rap or sell drugs? Like, right, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. But for me, I kind of like I embraced it because I would start talking. You know, I'll talk with people, and I'm I'm you know a conversationalist. So I'll talk with people, and they sit there and look at me like, oh, this guy's cool. You know what I mean? Right. So it was like I just had fun, man, and like really for me, it was really about enjoying every single minute of that and being authentic to who I am. Right, like. I'm not gonna. Mm-hmm. Ch- I'm not gonna change up. I'm gonna sure. be me. So I'm gonna be trying to snorkel and looking goofy, trying to do yeah, it because I never did no shit like you know what I'm saying. Right. I've spent a lifetime. Doing you know what I'm saying. So, lifetime. So, so it's like for me, um, it was absolutely a, a, to answer your question, man. It was absolutely a full circle moment. Like wow, like fuck, from what I came from to where we're at now. You know what I'm saying? Right. It was, it was a beautiful thing. You know, it, it definitely. Um, you know, I was at, telling my lady this morning, like, damn, I feel refreshed after eight days. 
Right. You know what I'm That's why they call it vacation. And, and yeah. I really, and I felt like I took one. Like I, I felt like right. I actually took an actual break for a second. Right. So that was kind of cool. So um, from where you come from, you know, where do you come from, man? What's yeah, your roots? What are your roots? I'm a Southern California kid. Um, I um, I was actually born in Montebello. Like my whole family's from the East Side, right? I was born in Montebello, and when I was like four or five years old, we moved to Ontario. Okay. So I grew up out there in the Inland Empire, um, mm. uh, you know, right there in the South Side, Ontario, just running around being a knucklehead. And I remember my mother, it, one back then, property was way fucking cheaper out in IE, right? Mm -hmm. So they, they wanted to own a home. You know, we were living in an apartment in, in Montebello, like right there on 4th Street, around the corner from, um, from um, Beverly Hospital. Right. So... We were right there, and we moved to Ontario, and we went from, like, a tiny little apartment in Montebello to, to a house in Ontario. They figured, like, okay, cool, like, we'll, we'll get... Because I was just starting to go to school. I remember, I think, I think I started, like, a month of kindergarten in Montebello. Mm. And I would walk, I would walk, I, I distinctly remember this. Like, I remember walking to school with, like, some of the older neighborhood kids, right? Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think, like, my mother saw that, my, my, you know, my pop saw that, and they kind of looked like, like, damn. <laughs> we we could already see where it's going, you know? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they wanted to, to, you know, one, be homeowners, but then two, they, they figured, let me, let's get our, our kids in a, in a better area, air quotes, right? Mm -hmm. So we go out there, and they're thinking, like, it's all good. Like, they had no idea. Like, it literally in their right, head, like, right. they're like, well, this is out here. We'll be fine. We're away from the city. You're, we're away from the city, if you will, right? <laughs> Man, I, I touched down, and I'll never forget it. Like, I touched down, I think, our first, like, two weeks there, um, somebody did a drive-by on my neighbor's pad and, like, sprayed, <laughs> sprayed their garage up. And then they're like, oh, fuck. Welcome to the night. What fuck happened? Like, yeah. what, what do you, we just out of got the, here. You out know? of the frying pan into the fire. Straight wow. up. And so, and then like, you know, when I was real little, uh, you know, had both both parents working, whatever the case was, and they're still working out in L.A. Like, I think my mom worked in like Glendale and my pops worked uh, in East L.A. Um, and so, like, they're gone all day. I'm like five, six years old. I'm out the house all day. Like, right. I'm out the house all, from at five years old. Like, I would literally be out. I remember I just had to be home. Basically, I kind of had to be home before the lights came on. You know what I mean? Right. Because they would get, like, I had to be home and showered before my mom and pops got home and, and you know, and dinner was served, if you will. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, right. like, it was like that. So that's where I grew up at, right, in the, in the Inland Empire. And so I think there was kind of a... Um, I always say this. I think it comes through my music and whatnot. I always kind of have like this chip on my shoulder because I grew up in a place where, where like literally we moved there because we figured like it was fine and it was quiet. You know what I'm saying? Like I like I'm talking to my parents now. Like that's literally what they thought, right? Oh, it's fine. It's quiet. So I kind of like it comes through in my music. Like a lot of people from the Inland Empire like will have kind of this chip on their shoulders because people will be like, oh, that's out there. Right, it's not it's not active like that. It's not whatever, and I think it's that's a terrible. I do think it's a terrible. Like, man, we get gangster out here too with it. I, that's a horrible mentality. But at the same right. time, people are always going to kind of represent where they're from, right? Yeah. So, kind of growing up for me, we would come out to L.A. We'll come out to Hollywood because I was I was trying to do music like basically as a teenager. 
I was trying to make music. And so we'll come out to Hollywood. I'm trying to like freestyle. This is on Hollywood Boulevard. We'll be off of Santa Monica. We're, we're going to all the hip hop shops. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, you know, we used to try to go to Hollywood High. We're, this is like 16, 17 years old. So we're like trying to go to Hollywood High and holler at the girls over there. You know what I'm saying? Mm, right. And like, and, and, um, when I would all, I would tell people, one, I, at the time, this is, there wasn't a lot of people that looked like me, that rapped like me, mm. at all, at all, at all, at all. Right. You know what I mean? So what, what time era are we this talking This is about? like, oh, three, oh, four. Okay. Right. And so like, there wasn't any, that was, I was like a, a fucking unicorn giraffe thing. Like, they were looking right, at me Right, with like, tattoos. Like, huh? Right. Um, I think, oh, three, I probably had like three dots on my wrist to sit. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um. Cause, cause, cause a lot of people that are listening are young now, and yeah. like you said, the youngsters are getting blasted up. There was a time when a lot of people didn't have a lot of tattoos, yeah. and getting a tattoo kind of meant, well, you're not getting a job anywhere. Yeah, it's cr- yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Mm. I trip out now. Like you see people with their throat. I got like right. co- look, young coworkers with their throats mobbed up. I'm looking yeah. like you fools are crazy. Like, <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying. But yeah, at the, no, at the time, no. So I'm sitting there like um, going out there like, but fully represent like I'm from Ontario. Like I, we're from the IE. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then, and then I'm rapping, and they're looking at me two ways crazy because they're like, the fuck is the IE? Like that. Like they'll be real disrespectful. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah. IE. What's the? And then they're like, who's this? Like. Little Eminem Mexican looking mother, you know what I'm saying? Oh, they would be, they would be. Cl- I used to get it bad, so like that was what kind of like that kind of shaped me. You right. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like have mm-hmm. and at the time shaped me. You eight eight yeah. miles out, eight miles out, right? So at the time, it's battle rap, it's right, battle rap, right? Right. So I'm going, I'm going over here like every single, you know, every single cipher, every single battle, whatever the case wait, wait, is. wait, wait, slow down for a second. So are you telling me at that time, right? Yeah. yeah. And there's nobody really like you. Out yeah. there, right? Yeah, you're going to battle raps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, how we, we how do do, how does a young hazard? Yeah. Get ready for a battle rap. Oh, it's funny because, um, she could probably tell you because when I when I first came home, I was still doing it. I was doing it for money, but um, I'll get mad because to me, I'm like, I'm you're gonna talk about my mom and I'm gonna talk about yours, so this could go left real quick. <laughs> so I'll go in mad. Like I went in with a chip on my shoulder, and yeah. I think it, it made me. It kind of made me better. Like as a rapper, but um, like that, I like would that. like I would just get I would kind of psych myself up. You know, I had a few different songs that I would listen to. What are they? Like, what are the um, songs you listen? I remember, to? I remember one. I remember that was like it was like my it was my hype song. Yeah, that was um, when Fifty Cent came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember Eminem was pushing him hard, and yeah. he had this one song called the the Realest Killers. It was a remake. It was it was Fifty Eminem. And Biggie. Right. Um, it was the Realest Killers remix, I think it was called. And I remember, like, I remember, I was like, I'll bang that song and I was like, ugh, like, I'd get ready. You know what I mean? We'd be driving out to, like, a cypher, driving out to a hip hop shop, driving out to whatever, like, ready. And I, I remember it's funny because I would have a couple homies with me who did not rap, who did not do none of that. They were just, like, with the functions, right? Right. right. Just, like, gang members. <laughs> and they'll sit there and they all used to laugh because they would tell me, like, I don't know how you do it, fool, because they would get mad. Like if somebody would say something kind of sideways, right? These fools are ready they take to a fight. Yeah, they're ready yeah, to yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know they're ready to fight. So I used to have to tell them like, look, this fool's probably about to call me like a bitch ten times. Right. It's cool, dog. Like, <laughs> what it is? I, I, I'm a, I'm a call him. I'm a call him another bitch. You know what I'm right. saying? I'm a right. call his mama bitch. Like, don't trip. I got this. And they used to trip on me like, like how? You know what I mean? Is that the one? Let's go, nigga. That was one. I, I guess I have the I guess I have the tracks mixed up. 
So this was th that was the um that was the one. Yeah, he. Yeah, that was one. That was the one with Pac. So what would you do, the man? One, you... The one I'm thinking of is with Biggie. It was a, it, look up Eminem, Fifty Cent, Big. But yeah, that was one. That was, I got the I got okay, the song right, title. Hold on, hold on. Let's yeah. slow down for a second because yeah. a lot of a lot of the people <laughs> listening right now, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking to you driving a tractor trailer over to the fucking <laughs> Flying J right now. <laughs> right, to this right, shit. Right. All right. Like, okay, so are you? What would you? No, do? that's like, dead wrong. The, would, the one is Eminem, Fifty Cent. And B.I.G. Okay, so would you... Okay, when you're getting ready, right? You know, right? They're going to talk shit about you. Yeah. They're going to talk shit about people you love. Yep, yep, yep. And they're going to try to get under your skin to fuck up your flow. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And so, like, what would you... Would you, like, punch the wall? Would you do push-ups? I would just be... No, nah, because I'd be in the backseat of the car. I was young, right? Right. So I'm, like, 16. 17, and this was, like, right when they started calling me Hazard. So I'm, like... Six, so I'm just sitting in the backseat chilling. The homie be driving. He'd be looking back at me, you know, like, what do you want me to play? Like, oh, I don't care. Like, play whatever. So then the other homies in, in the passenger seat, and you got to, this is how long ago this was. Like, the dude's opening a book of CDs and, like, flipping through, flipping through. <gasps> and we didn't have a lot of money like that, so every single one's burned. Like, my apologies to all the artists I grew up listening to. <laughs> but, like, we got, like, literally a book of, like, 200 burned CDs. For those of you who are younger listeners, burning CDs is when you would take a blank CD <laughs> and you would copy or download the music onto a blank CD. Right. If I if you don't know what a CD is, I'm gonna get real. Yeah, exactly. Mad. That's what that's what the kids are gonna say. What's a CD? Right. So you know what I'm so a compact disc. No. Right. But, but yeah, so like we we had like a book of like 200 like burn CDs. Right. And they'll just go through like what you want to listen to. So like I remember that 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 the one that you played with Pac, bro, that was um I think that was off the um uh the DJ Green Lantern Shady Invasion mixtape if i'm not mistaken that was when they were going hard like it was like uh 50 and m and then it was ja rule yep. benzino right mm -hmm. so like but i would listen to all that type of stuff i listened to a lot of that i remember another oh, another one that would get me pumped up uh you probably find this one easy was um uh ob trice bodyguard oh. featuring dr dre right that was my out, that cheers album oh my so yeah that cheer, on, yeah bro. schwartz you already know what i'm talking about yeah, bro man look uh, that one right there i remember bodyguard was like my like my anthem like that oh, that used to get me going that ob sure. track real name no gimmicks that's like a sample in an eminem in track, the eminem yeah bro that song yeah obi was man obi was like dead nice like yeah. he was like I think he got slept on mm -hmm. because he was Eminem's artist. Yeah, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because and, and the thing I always liked about I respected about M was he let his artists be themselves. Right. So it was like he was like, you know, Obi was like a, a lyrical technician, but he just liked to drink and party have right. a good time. That's why I think Royce bounced from him and then they eventually yeah. came back together. But yeah. that guy's nice with the mic. I've never really been into him, but Royce he's Yeah, he's so technical. He'll he'll wrap your head off, bro. Yeah, no doubt. And I like that type of shit, but damn, sometimes I'm like, damn, Royce. Like you are like you punch me in the face like right. every bar. It's like a fucking show off. I can't you know? breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't it's breathe, like, bro. Like, like, down. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Man. <laughs> but so yeah, so that was me kind of coming up. Like I was always into the rap shit. I wanted to be a, from from day one. I wanted to rap. You know, all the all the dumb shit and like the street shit was just kind of like it kind of came with it. Just like because how I grew up, like that's just what it came with. You know what I'm saying? Like right. that. Was, it mm. wasn't. It's weird because the street shit was never like um like. Man, like I want to be like the toughest gangster ever. It was just kind of like, like it just kind of is what. That's just kind of what you do, like that. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not even like it's not even cool. It's not even you know. When I was when I was 16, 17, like I wouldn't even rap about certain stuff like that because like 
I was like, I don't want the homies to kick my ass. Like, let me be very careful about what I say. So I was right. like, I was like, it's funny because I'm like this like underground style rapper. You know what I mean? Showing up with like three ball heads in the car. And they're just there to make sure like nothing goes left for me. You know what I'm saying? But it's funny because like that was it for me. It was like, you know, it was I was always I always had like dreams of making music. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like I like I got a I got a line. I, I'm trying to remember the whole thing. But I said some shit like, um, I wore Wu Tang hoodies at the junta with a whole fade. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like, I remember the homies used to laugh because they were, they would trip out on me. Like, damn, this dude's. I was always like, I always kind of just did my own thing when it came. I always loved the music. So let me ask you this, Hazard. Yeah. What what starts to happen in between this time of you going to Hollywood and rapping and knowing that that's what you want to do and being passionate about it? Yeah. When do you start taking that kind of road over towards the, the hustle and and chances and things that eventually send you to prison? So I could I I, I can give you I give you two quick stories. So one, how I got the name Hazard. I give yes, you that. This, please, oh, that was coming. That, okay, yeah, right. That's in the that, that's boy, part of that the mix. So 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 how I got the name Hazard. I was at a, I was at a kickback. I'm like 15. Maybe 15, 16, 15, I guess. I know this is going to sound elementary because there's about two-thirds of our audience is going to be like, we don't need to explain that. But the one-third doesn't know what a kickback is. So, like, especially in the Inland Empire, we would do these all the time. We have these little backyard parties, right? Mm. But if you have, like, a full-on party, with they're going to shut it down, Mm. right? Like, if you have, like, really loud music, that shit getting cut off by 10. Right. So you'll have a kickback, right? You buy a couple kegs or whatever the case was. Mm. You'll have music playing, but like at a, at a more uh, a lower level. Right. And everybody's back there, you know what I'm saying? With, you know, basically with their solo cups or or if they pull up with their own beer or whatever, and you're just kicking right. it. Generally speaking, a kickback wouldn't be like a whole flyer party. You wouldn't have 300 people to kickback. It'd usually right. probably be like 20 to 30. Oh, to select, you know what I'm saying? Oh, 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 okay. On the reservation, we have a term for that. It's called Wednesday. Okay. <laughs> All right. On res, it's okay. like, oh, yeah, that's just Wednesday. I got <laughs> work tomorrow. So like, so yes, yeah, so you have a kickback like that. But I remember this one had kind of like, it had kind of caught a middle ground because the homies like, hey, let's, let's have a little kickback. But then somebody like tried to like flyer party the thing, like make uh, a little, try to invite more people than there should be. So this thing ended up being 50, 60 people, and then people start showing up that shouldn't probably be there, right. whatever the case was. Yeah. And I'm- That I'm, happened to Sean one time, and he actually got kicked out of his house because of that. <laughs> that's true. That's mm-hmm. true story? True yeah. story. Guy that's, had that's brought, brought half, wrong. Yeah, half that's a stick amazing. of dynamite and blew up like that's the true. neighbor's car that's or something amazing. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hey, shot my respects, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the quiet ones, right? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, the yeah. ones you got to watch oh, out. That's yeah. why so, he's in the back behind a bunch so, of yeah. shit. We don't so, want him fucking with shit. Motherfucker's nuts. So we at this... Certifiably crazy. So we at this kickback, right? I'm like 15. I'm probably the youngest dude. I'm no. I'm definitely the youngest person there. Everybody else is a little older... But they're a little rough around the edges, so they can't get into the club, right? Like, right. They're like, fool, they won't let me in. Dog. My pants are too baggy, fool. And I can't wear a jersey to the club. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. La verga. Yeah, so yeah, buy yeah, the yeah. beer, take it to the backyard. That's where we at with them. Yeah. <laughs> but then they, they wanted but they wanted that kind of club atmosphere, I guess. So they invited some females, and the right. females invited some people. And so it got, it got bigger. Right. So we're sitting there in the backyard. I'm kicking it. And... Like I said, at the time, it was an oddity for somebody like me to rap. So the homie calls me mm-hmm. over like, hey, check mm-hmm. this out. You got to hear the little homie spit. Like, this fool be rapping, dog. Like, <laughs> All right. Hey, fool, kick a flow, fool. Kick a flow. Right, right, right. 
So I start like I start rapping, you know. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm rapping, and one of the dudes goes, "Fuck, fool, that shit sounds hazardous, dog." <laughs> oh, and I was like, "Oh, that's 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 like, cool, that's you know." It. He goes, "That's fucking hazardous, Holmes," and I was like, "All right, it's nothing, nothing else." So then later on in the night, people should, some people shouldn't have been there. They got mm-hmm. there, whatever the case was, and shit goes left. Like these fools start fighting again. I'm the youngest person at the party. Right. Everybody's like in their early twenties, and I remember I tried to like I tried to kind of run in and and kind of sucker punch one of these fools. <laughs> he grabbed me, picked me up, and threw me, and I hit the wall. Like it, it literally, he picked me. Like, Get your little ass. right. Mm. Threw me, and I was like, oh shit! Like I hit the wall, and like my whole side just hurt. I was like, <gasps> like I couldn't <laughs> breathe. I'm trying to I'm trying to breathe this shit. So so. I go to the, he threw me at the wall. So I look at the wall. I have my beer on top of the wall. So I'm like, I'm going to hit this fool with the bottle. Right. Mm. So I go, I grab the beer and I'm, I'm going to like, you know, to hit him with the bottle, whatever the case is. But when I grabbed it, it was a 40. And when I grabbed the bottle, like I was nervous. My hands are sweaty. I dropped the bottle. So when I did that, I was like, oh, fuck. So I go back up against the wall. And I guess when I bumped it, when I grabbed the bottle, whatever the case was, the top of the wall had a loose brick. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? But I just got oh. threw into a wall, and I can't breathe, bro. Right, like, but like, uh, I had, I'm so, fighting for my life. So I grabbed yeah, it. Oh, bye, bye. Uh, and then yeah. God dropped a brick in <laughs> right, and said, here you go, so young look, man. So I, so I grabbed the brick, and I got busy. And like I'm, I'm like, like I had, I think it was like three or four fools. Like laid the fuck out by the. I'll, I'll never forget by the by the by the third or fourth fold. Like the brick was like crumbling in my hand. Right, it was a pebble. You know what I'm saying? That shit wasn't really. You know what I'm saying? That shit was like. It, I think it probably broke the first time, but by the end of it, it's like breaking. So right. I was. I'm was done. Full of blood like a meatball. I'm done. Look, so I'm done, and these fools are like literally laid out, like grabbing it, and the, so the homies, the homie turns around and looks, and there's like three fools laid out. I got a brick in my hand, like what's left of a brick in my hand. Right, like right. And so this fool looks at me. And then he goes, look at this. And then he, so he pokes the fool that had said, yo, that shit was hazardous. He goes, look at this little motherfucker. And he's right. like, so they turn and they look at me. And the, so the dude was like, that shit sounds hazardous. He looks at me, he goes, fuck, you're really a hazard, huh? <laughs> and that was it. Like it right. stuck after. So I, yeah. I liked it. I was that's like, still, yeah, I'm going to run with hazard. it. But I started using it like as my rap name. Sure. Know? I was like, hell that's yeah. Dope. So I started using it. I liked it. it. To me, it sounded like, and I'm trying to battle rap. This shit sounds like dangerous yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how that's that's how it happened. So that's one story. So to to kind of get to your, to answer your question, um, to make a long story longer, right? I, I start I start like I start getting older and I'm wanting to make music, but the way I'm looking at it is like like I don't have time. And my this is my twisted logic, right? I don't have time to work a job. I don't even have time to like to like you know sell dope like that because to me it was like that shit took too long right like i remember look like it's like a job this shit take like i remember sitting in the spot right and i mean i did we did these things allegedly allegedly possibly supposedly right but man i've been in prison fuck it we did what we did but like i remember sitting there in the spot and like this shit takes too long bro. right like, i gotta sit here all day right like all day so then i remember like you know yeah. going one of the homies because this fool was always up like i see them like Hey, how do you, you know, how do you, what are you doing, fool? Like, and he goes, what you mean? I'm like, come on, dog. I, I'm trying to get some of that paper like you. Like, 
Right. You got the cool car. You got, you know, and at the time I'm like 17, so he's probably like 19 or 20. Right. You, got, you always got a dope car. Like, you don't you don't work. I know you don't. Like, what's cracking, folks? So he looks at me, he's like, you want in on it? Like, come on. So I went with him, and he was a stick-up kid. So he showed me what he did, and we came back to the, you know, we came back to the spot with something for the homies. Like, here, uh, here, you guys can, like, get off on this. You know, right. Here, dude, here. So he's like, come on, let's go. I'm like, that's all we got to do? He's like, yeah, they're going to take care of the rest. Like, we already, we brought them what we need to bring them. Right. And I was like, oh, this is easy. Like, let's go. So to me, I was like, hell yeah. Okay, let me take this. I'm going to take this money here. I'm, I'm going to go over here. Okay, let me go. At the time, studio time was like a thing. Right. To pay for studio right. time it was, was expensive. Right. It was it still is, but I mean at the time instead like now you can find studios that'll record you for fifteen dollars an hour. Right. At the time it was like a hundred dollars an hour, you gotta sit in a big room. You right. Know, if you wanted to sound good. Hold on one second. So yeah. so just getting there and obviously no we don't need to necessarily get into the details, but <clears throat> Part of because Steve and I, he shared on the show, Big Lux has shared on the show yeah. that um, he possibly did some activities that are similar, but Allegedly. there was an excitement to it, right? Like you were like, hey man, it's a. Uh, when you get in and you handle some business and yeah. then you get a fast big reward, yeah, it's all sprung out, man. Yeah, it's, it's almost man. like it's a wrap. Like it's hard you, to come off. It's of that a, once it's you a, start. Is that it's true a, for you too? It was a high, bro. Yeah. And the, and the reason why I think I think for me I think the the biggest reason was because like at first I remember the homie took me kind of looking at me, so then he's like, "All right, you going you going you know you know what like this is what you he's, he literally like broke it down to me. Mm-hmm. This is what you got to do." And I think he probably made it sound a little worse than what it was. And I was like, all right, cool. And I always, like, growing up, I always had, like, a round, chubby face. I got the freckles. I look real innocent, you know? Right, baby face. So, so he completely. So he looked at me like, but but he knew me from around the way. So, like, right. he knew that, I, you know, he knew I wasn't a punk. But he was at the same time. He's like, you sure this is what you want? And I'm like, come on, fool. Like, I want a car like you, bro. He's like, yeah, but are you sure this is what you want? And I'm like, yeah, fool, let's do this. So... I got in. I, I got in. You know, did whatever I did, and I, I remember that. I remember walking out like, oh, oh, this is dope. Like <laughs> this is. Do-. And this thing was, I was never. Um, I was never. I had the one thing that I had the, the blessing of was, I never had the um, the the need, the want, the desire to like alter my mind state. You know what I'm saying? To make myself feel better about myself, because I'm like I'm a I'm I'm blessed with a lot of self confidence. So it was never like a I need to not not feel. You know, a lot of homies they get that's how they that yeah that's really where I feel for addicts is because it usually is like they want to not feel or they want right. to feel better about themselves. Right, they're going to cause a mal through a substance. My addiction, my addiction was fast money. Right, I still have I have an addictive person. I do have an addictive personality. Right, my addiction was like fast money. Like oh shit, I could you mean do you mean to tell me I can go over here and do this thing over here? <laughs> I'm gonna get this back. Run that shit. Well, so let me, let me let me put to you guys a, another scenario in here because sometimes like you know on the internet or on YouTube or whatever, it's a lot of times you watch. It looks to me like amateurs yeah. that go in and try to like let's say I'm not saying you did this. I'm not saying sure. anybody here did this, but I'm just saying they go in and maybe hold up a liquor store. Okay, right, and you can kind of tell they're amateurs because they're like nervous and it's fast, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then someone slips, and then the cashier already has a pistol and blows sure, one of the sure, dudes sure. up, and then blah 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 blah. Sure. If you can, and if you can, I understand. But is there any advice or any way of thinking about doing something that has this level of excitement in it 
to make somebody say like if you're gonna x y and z then maybe you need to be calm or how did you keep yourself focused and calm in exciting circumstances so that you didn't make that kind of mistake yeah so i think it i think it i think that's just probably a, a facet of my personality it's probably the reason like like before i go on stage like I'm 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 very cool, calm, collected. Like let's go, and then I get on stage and it's just like the lights are on. So I think for me it's just kind of the way my brain works, and right. I think that's the reason that I was quote unquote decent at it. I can't even say good because I kept getting fucking caught. Right. So like I always say like I sucked at being a criminal. You know what I'm saying? I fucking suck. Like I never slipped and fell and landed on my right. ass. And got, right. That never like that, but like you know. Um, I, I, I got fucking caught a lot. So the way I look at like the way I look at that, to be honest with you, is is what I would tell people is don't fucking do it. Cause like you know, prison is full of people that fucking suck at being criminals. Right. You know what I'm saying? If it involves you having to get calm before you get hype or get hype before or whatever the case is, yeah. you're probably doing something where the juice ain't worth the squeeze. Like right. the, the real real criminals, bro. They wear fucking suits to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they right. they, they rob. Millions and tens of millions of dollars, right? And they do that shit with a smile on their face, right. and they got fucking country club memberships, and right, Bernie you know Madoff, I mean? and and society and society. No, see, see, Madoff was like a crook. I'm talking about the real criminals in society. They get fucking like they get awards named after them. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you're talking really, about Getty. You're you, talking yeah, about yeah, Dokini. Exactly, you're exactly. talking about yeah, uh, you're, the I'm big talking about, ones. I'm talking about money that is so fucking big. That like even if you did find out something went wrong, like, oh well. Look, I'm, I'll put it to you like this. Go ahead. This is uh, your daily reminder that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, dude, his you know his best buddy, his just pimp, away. just hung himself again. Yeah, I, dude, I seen that listen, this morning. I'm gonna tell you, I seen that in, in Britain, right? In the yeah, cell in Britain. I'm gonna yeah. tell you something right yeah. now, Hazard. Yeah. And let's just fucking cut the shit. Yeah, I, we've had a million dudes who went away and sat down for a minute or whatever. Yeah. Never once have I ever heard that the prison guards fell asleep and were playing Hell video no. games and somebody mm -hmm. hung Hell themselves. No. I've right. never heard that. And what? Hell. The prince just came clean. The prince just came clean, right? How much did he pay out? Prince Andrew just settled that sex thing for $16 million. million. After he Come went out that. and claimed that he didn't sweat, right? Yeah, he had an injury. Sure. That wasn't he, him in the photo. That it was photoshopped. That wasn't his hand. But he paid $17 million. Like, it's a joke. Yeah. And it's a joke to hey, all of us. It's hey, a disgrace. Hey, I feel man. fucking, uh, I'm, I'm, uh. Violated. Hey, listen. Violated. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm put a sweaty arm around <laughs> me, <laughs> motherfucker. Hey, yeah. bro, check this out. What do you think? I'll just ask you this. I, nobody really knows. Huh. What do you think? How much of a pain, how much of an injury, a financial, a financial injury do you think 16 million U.S. Sawbucks is? To the fucking British royalty. It's nothing, bro. It's a drop in the bucket. The other if thing that, is they could probably write that shit off. Write it off. Yeah, they write me. the tax code themselves. Yeah, yeah. Tell me. Now, Go ahead. The guy that fucking loses fucking his legs in a car accident. Go ahead. He's fighting to get fucking 500 grand. You know what, man? They got everybody worked down so much. Man, I because it seems like It just seems like... No, no, no. Dude, I... Listen. I... <sighs> But first of all, that sixteen million, right? That sixteen million part of that went to pay. Okay, it's all confidential now, and it stops right here. And enough with the fucking FBI and oh, enough yeah. with all this other bullshit, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you something, man. I get sent to me jury verdict 
awards. There's there's publications that send them out, right? So I get them. I see what comes in all the time. And it seems like it's getting worse and worse. Like it what used to be it used to be you lost your legs, blood. Like that's fifty million. What's a what's a man's legs? What's wow. that worth? How could you put a price on walking? Yep. Mm-hmm. Now they got it all worked out, and all the insurance companies and all these actuarial tables, they got it all worked out, and they've put so much pressure on everybody that they're whittling down these uh, awards. None yeah. of them are crazy. And yeah. because the U.S. dollar is devalued, $16 million today is nothing close to what it would have been 20 years ago. I could figure out a way to trick that off in a week. Go ahead. Like, you know, I could literally, I, could, like, I think we could easily do that. Like you could trick off sixteen million in a week, right? Exactly. And you wouldn't even have to work that hard at it, That's right? Pretty easy. It would be gone like that. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Actually. So okay, so then you know what, man? Fuck all these motherfuckers be watching first forty eight and all this other shit. Yeah. How does how does an investigation go down for something like let's say what you may or may not have sure. done, and then how does it cut, catch up to you if it did? Sure. So I, well, I remember one time uh, the reason that I went away for five. Yeah. Um. It was a. It was a. Uh, it was a robbery at a check cashing spot. Um, we thought we thought we had a decent, um, we thought we had a really decent like plan or whatever the case was. Um, I, I actually, it's crazy because I actually didn't, didn't. I went away for five years for a fucking crime that I actually didn't do. Um, I remember uh, my boy told me like, hey, he showed me, showed me the job. Like we literally, I mean, we thought we were fucking good at it. He literally sat down and was like, hey, look, I got a, um, I got something I want to show you. Take a walk with me. All right, cool. So we literally walked through this parking lot. We walked, stopped, grabbed a soda, kept walking. He's like, all right, look, so here's a check cash butt coming up on your left. Um, there's there's no no bulletproof glass. They just got a counter. There's mm. this, there's this, there's this, there's this. Here's where the drop safes are. They're actually, Sitting duck. They, don't, they don't use a drop safe. They actually, like, they got a fucking box under the counter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yada, yada. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, no, no, seriously. I was like, so we walked by. He's like, so what I'm thinking is, you know, I hop out here. I run in here. I go over here. Yada, yada. What do you think? I looked at it. I'm like, how much? He goes, 15 G's easy. Just just the shit under it. He goes, if I don't, if I don't like really press the girl for the safe in the back, if I just get in, get the fuck out, 15 grand under the counter. Mm. And I was like. Man, what do you need from me? They just drop me off. I was like, all right. So the day of. Wait, 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 wait. That's it? Yeah. Drop wow. me off. He's like, drop me off. The day of, he's like, I got, I got it even better for you. Just, just pick me up. I was like, all right. Like, in, my, in my head, the way I'm looking at it is like, so if I pick this fool up, he's going to have it. Because if I, you drop somebody off and you drive off, how much you get? Oh, it was only, you know, it was only two Gs, bro. Here's 500. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if, I, if I pick him up and I see what he's got, then you know what I mean? I know, you know? But, so, but, but on the flip side, yeah, right, just hypo- hypothetically, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you drop someone off, it's a lot easier to tell, hey, I, I didn't know what he was right. doing. Yeah, he just right. said drop him off over there. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck do I know? So, yeah, but nah, if he gets in the car with the stuff. Now, that's exactly. So here's the thing. So this food. Gets dropped off by somebody else, and then he he calls me like, "Hey, dude, can you pick me up?" <sighs> yeah. So I pulled up, I picked him up, drive around the corner. He's like, "Stop right here, stop right here." All right, cool. He's like, "Let me let me go in the he's go, went to a movie theater." He's like, "Let me uh 
Let me get right in the restroom real quick. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. As I'm going in, here comes by the fool that had dropped. I didn't know. I didn't know at the time. Here comes by the fool that had dropped him off. He dropped. He had dropped him off and stood and watched the whole thing like a fucking idiot because he was like he wanted to be a gangster so fucking bad. I guess he comes by like bumping his fucking music right. Uh, and I looked at him. I'm like, oh shit, what are the chances? I'm like, what's up, fool? Hey, what's up? You guys get that shit done? And I'm looking. I'm like, oh no, I already knew at that point it was all bad. Mm. So mm. I turned around. Oh. I turned around. Mm. Uh, this dude had dropped him off. Whatever, sat there, watched the whole thing. Whatever the case was, pulled through. The, he got followed by somebody else. They had watched the whole shit go down. Right. This dude had called the cops. Literally calls the cops. Fo- hey, um, I just I'm watching this robbery go down. It's this car. It's da da da. This da da. The cop. I turned around and I'm already hearing sirens. Oh. So I'm like, fuck. All right, let me let me get back to the car. So I get back to the I'll get and I'm surrounded right away. There's there's two cars, this car and this car that he literally guided the cops to us. Um I get cuffed up. Um we go to the station. Um I'm in the station and I remember I went into a room. I just sat there. He's like, "What do you, you know, what do you know? What do you I don't know what you're talking about." Right, of course. Like, I have no idea what you're talking but about. Wait, let me stop you right there. As an attorney, I tell people every fucking single time. Every show, he said. Every motherfucking single time, I yeah. tell them, do not say shit, even if. You didn't do anything. No, no, no. Even if. Pff, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. Even if they got you dead to rights. Okay, so, 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 so he's like, look, we know. He, he was literally, I'm like, who's talking? Because he was telling me things that. Somebody, somebody already told. Right. So I'm like, who the fuck is talking? He's like, we know this and we know that and we know this and we know that. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So. Exactly. So at that point, it ended up actually. So it ended up really not working in my favor eventually because what happened was when the DA looked at the statements, that she was like, okay, so he was the only one smart enough to keep his mouth shut. And these guys are telling and. I was out on bail on another case at the time. Mm. Um, mm. And, so, and so basically, they had kind of said, oh, he's on bail and he needs money. I kid you not. He's on bail. I was trying to help him out. Mm. Like, trying to shift the blame. Like, Mastermind. motherfucker, you, you went. So, so that's how they had me. They had me for, um, so they, what they ended up charging me for is conspiracy to commit a crime. Yeah. Which is a hell of a fucking charge. By no, the no, way. it's a real like, one. That's a, that's a hard one. Conspiracy to commit a crime. Robbery and accessory after the fact. Hey, so so right when you when you when you don't know anything, and you keep reminding the cops you don't know anything. Yeah. Right yeah. in this situation, you laid out the odd that the odd the way that it played out for you is the worst case scenario. For Literally, that. but I'm gonna tell you something. When you're in there, you don't know all that yet. No, and 99.9 percent of the time, they get you by. Pretending that they know all this stuff, yep. and then you figure, and they go, "Listen, we'll go lighter on you." And in those scenarios, when they're like, "We'll go lighter on you," mm. I personally have never seen them go lighter on anybody. Nah, all right, go ahead. They're gonna, they're gonna fuck you no matter what. Yeah. I, if I had to do it over, I'd do the same thing because at the end of it, I could look myself in the mirror today. Right. So like, and that matters for me. Like some people, all they care about is like their own ass. And I get that. Don't get me wrong. And ultimately, like you got to live with that. But for me, I get to look myself in the mirror every day. Like when the shit was really bad. Right. Like, well, what would you do in this situation? I'd shut my fucking mouth. Right. How do you know that? Because I did. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm at peace. And it's not like I was completely fucking innocent. Like, I fucked up, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it's not, I, I can't sit here and just be like, oh, I had to go to, for the longest time, I was like, I'm in prison for something I didn't even do. Right. Which was, like, I guess technically correct. But, like, I'm, you know what I'm saying? It, it you know, my fault is my fault. You know, my right. part is my fault. But what right. I can honestly say is when, when I was, you know, looking and at that, I mean, I ended up getting five years, but I was looking at a shitload of time. And at the time, I was looking at all this time, and I sat there like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I, I just don't. Um, and I, so I could honestly say that. And so um, I would honestly, I would tell anybody, though, like, if the cops are ever trying to speak with you, not without a lawyer present. Right. Because at the end of it, I don't care how smart you think you are, you are not better than them at that. Like they to be to be a detective, you have to have X amount of years on the force, and you have to have because um, you're not getting questioned by a street beat cop. You're just not. They might try to ask you some shit at the scene while you're cuffed, but they're not gonna actually do questioning. So to be a detective, you you have a you have a, you have a college degree, you have X amount of years on the force. You they are literally educated in how to interrogate you. Well, so to to that point, they use the read method, and yeah. all law enforcement officials and yeah. or FBI use this method, and yeah. it's using neuro NLP. Neurolinguistic, whatever the P stands for, and they have a, a ladder that they walk down on people. They start mm -hmm. like this, they start like this, and it's it's plug and play. It's black and white. There, yeah. there's no. They all know the thirteen levels of interrogation yeah, and all the different right. games to play with you. Yep. And every time you get to a crossroads where you're like, "Well, I'm not going any further down this road," then they'll switch it around, and they're all trained in that. And that's what they do every day, all day. Yep. And that's what they get paid to do. And I remember, I remember, um, I told them like, "Look, man, take me to West Valley. That's like our, that's our intake, right? You guys got like Old County or Twin Towers, right? Mm -hmm. LA? Yeah, men's, For, men, we got yeah, Twin right. Towers and Men's Central Jail. Men's, yeah. Okay, so I was, I was, um. I was on the on the on the west side of the, of the IE, so it was going to be West Valley for me. For us, we got West Valley and CDC. So CDC is a Central Detention Center in San Bernardino, and then West Valley's in like Fontana, border of like border of Fontana, Ontario, kind of that area. Um, and so I was like, take me to West Valley, get my green mat. Like I'm done. Right. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so they eventually did. I mean, they tried hard. They brought in. I remember they brought in like. Three different detectives, and that was at first. At first, at first, I got excited because I was like, I don't think they have nothing. But then they started telling me, like, look, we know this, and we know this, and we know this. And I was like, who the fuck is talking? The things that they were saying, they knew, they knew something because they gave me like right. explicit details. And I was like, who the fuck is talking? But why did why they send three different detectives at me? So that's why I was like, look, take me to West Valley, give my green mat, let me go to sleep. Right. And then so, and they eventually did. But I walked out. I'll never forget. The, the guy goes, all right, we're going to walk out right now, and um, you're not to speak. And I was like, all right. I walked out, and I see one of my co-defendants like having a whole conversation, a bag of fucking Burger King next to him. I was so fucking mad, bro. Oh. I was so fucking mad, bro. And I remember I was like, it's probably my one chance like to get it this full. So I kind of tried to stumble towards him a little bit. I kind of. You know, and he grabbed my ass, picked me up, and like carried me out the room. Fucking detective, man. Man, but um, but well, I, that's crazy. So, 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 I think Hazard's got to come back to finish out that part of the story because it's <laughs> fucking fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah. But also, we're here because you have skills. And you've been yeah. at this game for a minute, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve heard your response, which was laid over that Dre beat, which is everybody knows that. That's an infamous beat. First thing, first thing I want to ask you real quick yeah. is 
uh, what is Forty Ounce Fridays? Yeah. Yeah. So basically, uh, a few years back, I was I was um, you know, I, I paroled in twenty twelve. I, I I um I tried to make some music right when I paroled, but I was mainly focused on trying to fucking kick my number. Right. Um, after I kicked my number, at that point, uh, my focus kind of shifted. And that's a big deal for anybody coming out of the state. Yeah. When you can give back that number. Yeah. That's what we're all trying to do. Living on parole. Yeah. And and not on parole. Are two very different lives. You're constantly his day under, and night. Right, no right. Cozumel when so, you're on parole. Co- and congratulations Thank you. on I that, by the way. You, Any man that, that has you, made a transition, man, that's, yeah. that's great. Go so on. I was trying to kick the number. Um, and then after I tried, after I kicked the number, I was, I was trying to get custody of my daughter. Um, I got custody of my daughter, and when I did so, I was like, I had kind of shut down making music. Um, How old was your daughter at the time? When I finally got custody of her, 12, 11, mm-hmm. 12, 11. Mm-hmm. Big um, shout out to your daughter. Is, yeah. that, is that Hazard Jr. or she might as well be fuck. <laughs> um, but um, I remember when I uh, when I got custody of her, I kind of I had stopped making music, kind of focus on that, and then um, I kind of thought like, should I? You know, I had talked to my lady about it. I talked to my daughter, but like, I probably got one last push. I don't want to be that old ass. And no disrespect to nobody, but I don't want to be that old ass person trying to be a rapper. Hey, listen, you know what I'm saying you're talking about my cousin King Salmon right now. Watch what you're saying. Watch what you're saying. That dude, look, that dude, talk, dude. he went through like, the family yo, and he's still you're younger than him. That about, the, that about the flow in upstream though. You know what I'm saying? Saying? and he is. Oh, he's trying to he's spawn. Oh, he's oh, trying to spawn. Don't you, you know worry. Fish. Shout out King Sam. Keep flowing the street, brother. King Sam. <laughs> a great endorsement, by so, the way. Yeah. So, right, that's so the best thing that's ever happened to that guy. <laughs> nope. That it's not over yet. But you will have to tune in on Friday to hear the end of Hazard as he follows up on Racism versus the New Generation, cover songs in hip hop, and may I dare say, spits some of the best bars that has ever graced the hard luck show so follow up with us on friday and until then adios amigos the hard luck show